Welcome to the Holistic Hotties Podcast. I'm your host, Kat Mansfield, and I'm on a mission to help you feel good naked. Not just with your clothes off, but with your masks off. Completely you, completely naked. I want to help you fall so in love with yourself that you can't help but feel good naked. I'm a certified holistic health coach, meditation teacher, and yoga teacher traveling around the world to further satiate a curiosity for all things healing and true. Feeling good naked is so much more than eating healthily, the bubble baths, and the spa days. It's that deep sense of security, that deep sense of safety in your own body. Here, we're going to talk about how to overcome the roadblocks, the mindsets, the beliefs, and the self-imposed limitations that are keeping you from embodying the most radiant, holistically hot version of you. By pressing play, you're one step closer to feeling good naked. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Holistic Hotties. I am currently pulled over on the side of the road somewhere in Virginia um, while my partner takes a little nap, and I thought I would crank out a episode. So today I want to talk about the divine feminine. I spoke about the divine masculine last week, and received a lot of feedback about it. And so I wanted to go into a little bit more depth as to what the divine feminine is and how I have made it a forefront of my practices to truly embody and step into my divine feminine essence. So first, I want to jump into what it is and then talk about where I used to be with it on my journey and then how I make it the forefront of my practices and what practices I use to focus on the divine feminine. I mentioned it briefly in last week's episode as I talked about the divine masculine. The divine feminine is this flowing, soft, nurturing, heart-centered, beautiful essence. And there's a different ratio of masculine and feminine in each of us. And each of us are meant to embody a different ratio of masculine and feminine. And the difference between, you know, just feminine energy and divine feminine is that divine feminine is feminine energy in its purest, highest, most channeled form. When we are in our most aligned space in our body, when we are in perfect harmony of that ratio of masculine and feminine as to what our soul is here to embody, then that divine feminine comes through so peacefully, so easily in our words and our actions in the way that we show up in the world. And so that divine feminine essence is extremely magnetic and it's extremely just intoxicating. It's infectious. And the way that it dances with the divine masculine, again, I touched on it a little bit last week, but the way that it dances with the divine masculine is so pure. It's so beautiful. It's this flowing, symbiotic give and receive as we interact with, as we dance with the divine masculine. And so embodying this divine feminine is a part of our journey. It's a part of our coming home. It's a part of our remembering who we truly are, what we truly are, a spirit in this body, pure love in this body. So as I juxtapose where I am now on that journey versus where I started, the way that I used to embody the feminine, they are completely different experiences for myself and for those that I show up for in my life, the way that I interact with others in my life, the way that I call in masculine energy in my life. And so some of the biggest differences that I notice in my embodiment of the feminine 
are the way that I receive, the way that I allow for myself to receive, whether that be from my partner, whether that be from the universe in general, knowing that we are going to be 100% taken care of. And that doesn't mean necessarily sitting back and doing nothing. In fact, it's not that, but it's knowing this balance of when to do and when to simply allow for being. And that is such a delicate line to dance on, knowing when to do and when to simply stand in your being. And I think what a lot of us are surprised by is how much that ratio truly is meant to sway towards being. We're meant to do less and be more and simply receive, receive serendipity, receive abundance. Know that we are going to be taken care of and the way that that will come through, the way that that energy of being held will come through is going to look different for each of us on our journey that can come through in the form of a partner for some of us that can come through in the form of a new opportunity that can come through in the way of creating what a vision is that you have what a ping is that you have to create so i used to be so much more in my doing i used to be so much more in my perfectionism and my feeling as though I had to do more so that I was worthy of being and instead swaying more into the spectrum of being knowing that my worth is not related to anything I do my worth is simply in my being is so feminine it is so receptive it is this energy of I'm able to stand here and take up space And I don't have to do anything. I don't have to say anything to prove that I'm worthy to anyone. I simply get to be here rooted in the earth and allow for myself to blossom, allow for myself to be and receive because I'm worthy for simply existing. And that is one of the most feminine essences. One of the most feminine qualities is to simply know that you are a powerful magnetic being and you don't have to do anything to be that. So that's one of the biggest differences in my embodiment of the feminine now that I notice is how comfortable I am with being, how comfortable I am with doing less and feeling and knowing my worth and feeling my being. Another one I want to touch on, something that I used to have such an aversion to in the past is the concept of taking up space. And this manifests in so many different ways as a woman, as the narrative in society has very much been to be smaller, to take up less space physically, like literally be smaller, and to take up less space energetically, to speak when spoken to, to be so much more aware of how we speak, of where we speak, of the words we use, because the way that will be perceived is going to be so much different than the way that a man will be perceived if they used the same exact verbiage or the same exact words. They're going to be perceived so much differently than a woman would be. So we're just programmed to be so much smaller. And so we begin to equate that with femininity, this dainty, quiet, nice energy we equate with feminine. And what I've come to realize in my journey and my practices is that those are not the same thing. In fact, the feminine energy, the divine feminine is so felt. The divine feminine takes up space. 
the divine feminine expands into the entire room without having to declare it. The divine feminine is so subtle yet potent. And the divine feminine feels comfortable in expansion physically and energetically. So as I've been on my journey and have really given myself grace to step into my divine feminine, I've become comfortable with expansion in my body, with the way that my body has changed in the curves that it's acquired and have allowed for that to be the most beautiful part of my journey, to notice my body changing, to feel the different way that my body feels and allow for that journey to be a permission slip to be more feminine, to be more alluring, to be more intoxicating in the world. And not even from an external perspective of like, I am now more intoxicating to others. It's I'm more intoxicating to myself. I'm more seductive to myself. (laughs) Like I get to look in the mirror and be like, damn, these are some beautiful curves that I get to have, that I get to touch, that I get to live within. And that energy is going to be, interestingly enough, what is also more intoxicating externally, albeit that not be the purpose of this journey. And I think that is one of the other most apparent differences on my journey to embodying the divine feminine is the lack of concern for others' opinions of me or others' judgments of me. And that has become such a feminine essence to me, knowing that I am a unique flower. No two flowers on this earth look the same. No two flowers have the same ratio of colors, of hues, subtleties, nuances, petals. No two flowers look the same. And so as I've stepped into this divine feminine energy, I've really given myself permission to truly embody the uniqueness of my journey, of my essence, of my body. I have given myself permission to stand in knowing that I am unlike anyone else. And thus, there's no need to compare. There's no need to compare myself to another woman ever. There's no need to declare that I am less than anyone else ever or that any other woman is less than I am ever because we are two different, beautiful, strong, feminine essences. And there's room for both of us because the feminine energy is so soft and gentle and nurturing in the core of the entire earth. Like we refer to nature as mother nature. It is a nurturing, cradling, fertile essence. And there's enough room for each of us to be here and to be embodied in our divine feminine. And so I guess that will be the last thing that I also juxtapose in this journey of mine to embodying the divine feminine is the true acceptance and reverence for other women. Man, that has been such a beautiful and healing aspect of this journey to observe and cheerlead for other women to witness them in their divine feminine and know that there's room for both of us and not only room for both of us, but I get to cheerlead for them. I get to witness them in their power and know that we are one that their divine feminine is also living in me and my divine feminine is living in them. And 
by them embodying their truest, most bold expression, it gives me permission to do the same and vice versa. And it's this beautiful foundation for sisterhood and seeing each other and cheering for each other and celebrating each other's beauty and essence and voice and creativity and journey. And that has been so healing and so integral in my journey to embodying the divine feminine, letting go of the narrative and the programming that we are here to compete with each other as women. We are not here to compete with each other. We are here to build each other up, to remind each other of the power of the divine feminine, because all it does in competing with each other is lessen our power, lessen our radiance, lessen our allure and magnitude to transform the world. Like it just turns the dial down instead of turning it up when we step into that competitive comparison, competition narrative and programming that so much of society has given us as women. Those are a few things that come to mind in the way that I have grown on this journey to embodying the feminine and some ways that I've really chosen to orient around that and my practices around stepping into this divine feminine, accepting exactly where I was on my journey and then moving forward towards more embodiment of it is, first of all, truly priming my nervous system to feel safe to receive. I touched on how that is one of the biggest aspects of being in our divine feminine is feeling safe to receive from the universe, from those in our life. And I noticed in my practices that I truly didn't feel safe to receive. Like there was an aversion in my body to 110% let go, to know that I'm going to be held and cradled by the universe and trust that I will receive, that I will be gifted everything that I need, everything that I need to thrive, everything that I need for my gifts to be channeled through me, for my light to shine will be gifted to you. And so I spent hours in my practices priming my nervous system to feel safe to receive by sitting down in my meditation practice and letting go over and over and over the same way you sit in a chair and close your eyes and let all of your weight be held in that chair. Let every single cell be held. You're not holding on to anything That is the feeling that I prime my nervous system with in meditation, knowing that I'm going to be held. The universe is that chair. (laughs) The universe is that chair holding all of your weight. You are safe to free fall and know that you are going to be taken care of. That is a huge way that I oriented around the energy of receiving, around the energy of divine feminine in my body. And another one is by truly asking the universe to bring other women into my life that could serve as expanders who were in their divine feminine, or at least on their journey to embodying the divine feminine, so that we could act as mirrors for each other, so that we could act as cheerleaders for each other and establish the standard of what we will accept when it comes to sisterhood, when it comes to friendship. The last couple years, I noticed that there truly weren't too many men around in my life or too much masculine energy. Again, that doesn't have to do with gender per se, but in my experience, there weren't too many men or suitors that were coming through the last couple years. It was a time where the most potent, expansive, inspiring, embodied, powerful women were coming through in my life. And I just remember being in awe 
of these women in so many different times, whether it be women I met in my yoga training, women I met traveling, women I met abroad, women I met in Santa Cruz, so many women that showed up in my life to expand me and allow me to feel safe amongst other women and abandon the narrative and unlearn the narrative of competition amongst women and relearn, reprogram a narrative of reverence and cheerleading and just unconditional love and support for sisters, for sisterhood and that nurturing of sisterhood, that nurturing of relationship to other women was one of the most healing and one of the most integral parts of this journey. So those were two things that I truly oriented my practices around and continued to ask the universe for. Please guide me to more women who are in their feminine, who have truly found a way to blossom in their feminine and open up their petals to receive, to receive the masculine, to receive abundance. Show me that it is not only possible, but that it is available to me as well. So that is my little riff on the divine feminine. I'm going to head back to the van so that we can continue on our way to Maine. We're heading up to PEI, Prince Edward Island for my birthday. I'm turning 29 in less than a week, which is absolutely freaking wild. Actually, that'll probably be what the next podcast is about, everything that I learned in 28. So that is it. Um, Our retreat, Aaliyah and my retreat in Tulum is in less than a month. It's on September 30th to October 4th in Tulum, Mexico. And I'm absolutely ecstatic about hosting this experience with Leah. And I honestly also feel some nerves, but know and trust that this is exactly where I'm meant to go next. It's exactly where I'm meant to channel my gifts and my love into next. And There's one spot left. So if you want to be a part of this experience, it's the first retreat Ali and I are hosting together, first of many. And so the first is always going to be something that is unlike anything else, so special. And if you want to be a part of it, flights are extremely cheap if you're coming out of California or really just like the United States right now. Flights are so cheap to Cancun. So DM me. We can talk about ways to make it work, ways to incorporate you into this experience because there's only one spot left. So I'll put the link in the show notes and feel free to email me, DM me, text me, beat me, all the things. That is it. I'll be back next week. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Mwah.